You are listening to Parenting Our Future with certified parent coach, Robin McMahon, author of The Yelling Cure and founder of Parenting for Connection. My podcast is all about providing you with the tools and solutions you need in your parenting so you can create the family you always wanted. For more information on my book and other resources, check out yellingcurebook.com. Hello, it's Robin McMahon here. Welcome back to my show, Parenting Our Future. Today, I want to talk about something that I think is really going to help you to get more cooperation in your family, and that is how to set boundaries that peacefully stick, that lastingly stick in your family. And the reason we want to do this is because our kids at their core need safety and protection to grow. As parents, we need to construct a scaffolding of support around our kids where they can learn and explore the world and what it means to be in relationship with others. There are a number of ways that parents can create a scaffolding around their child and this is done through daily routines, through boundaries, through connected communication, empathy, but one of the most foundational foundational elements is values. So what are your family values? What are your personal values? Have you taken time to collaborate with your spouse or your partner to, to figure out what your family values are and actually identify them and write them out. I think three to five values are a completely appropriate amount to do. Um, and and if, you, if you have values and you have written them down, have you discussed them with your kids? Do your kids know for sure what it is that it is like to be in your family? So if you have or if you haven't, I want you to take this opportunity to use your values at the point in which you create your boundaries. It's important because most of the time, the values that we set up are here to make us better people. They are rooted in in a desire to be good people and to have the best life that we can. So it's going to be pretty hard to argue with values like kindness or strong work ethic or cooperation and love, right? So that's why we want to have our boundaries related to that because we're going to get agreement from our kids on our family values and then we're going to explain the boundaries around them. So I'm going to talk you through all of that. Um, now, the reason why um, it's important to set clear boundaries is that our kids need an environment of support around them, which allows them to explore and engage with themselves and others in the world around them. And so you might be asking, okay, what is really a boundary and how is that different than a rule? Well, one thing I'll say is that limits and boundaries, I really use those two words interchangeably, uh, but boundaries are carefully and consciously planned with family values in mind and they're rooted in understanding of the developmental stage that your kids are at and appropriate expectation of your child's development. So they're age appropriate. They are planned consciously with your family values in mind. Now, boundaries are not demands coming from an expectation of complete obedience, but are a process of teaching and support. Boundaries emerge from a parent's fundamental responsibility to keep 
children safe, but also to teach them the skills of being in social relationships and to teach them the values of the family and what it means like to be in this family. Now, I will say that both rules and boundaries can prevent misbehavior, but with rules, the payoff for children for compliance is really to avoid a negative consequence or a punishment. And not because they want to do the right thing, but with boundaries, that's why you implement them because it's the right thing to do. Rules also are the end of the conversation, but with boundaries, they can be part of the conversation. So let me break it down just a little bit more for you. Rules are inflexible and they often use fear and punishment in order to enforce them, which is rooted in control over your kids. They often focus on negative and uh, negative consequences. They focus on punishments and rules are often enforced with if you don't do this, I'm going to do this to you, or you must follow or else. You better watch out if you don't do that. How dare you not listen to me? You better, or I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this away from you. They create a scenario where one person loses and the other wins. And let's be honest, as a parent, it's usually us that's winning. Children also don't necessarily feel heard when these are black and white rules, and it doesn't leave any space for empathy. And this can lead to disconnected communication, which leads to a whole host of other problems. You want to use boundaries because they can be both firm and flexible at the same time. You set a boundary that you wanna hold, but there's also room for compromise, and it has a value at its core. But the way we honor the value can change, and that's why we have flexibility. They allow for cooperation where you can work together to find a solution that works. Parenting with, not over. So to give you an example that I love to use, if your value is safety and the boundary around that with your, with your, with your child is that you need to hold my hand when we cross the street because your child bolts all the time or you know plays around in the crosswalk and that's dangerous and you don't want to take a risk. So the boundary is, is that we need to hold hands. But your child says, no, I don't want to hold your hand. Okay, so then what can we do instead to honor the value? Well, maybe you can just hold on to my sleeve or my pant leg. Maybe if I have a stroller, you just hold on to the stroller. Or maybe we can be like choo-choo trains going across the crosswalk where I'm the conductor and you're the caboose or you're the conductor and I'm the caboose and we just choo-choo our way across the crosswalk. Something fun, something different, but you're still honoring the value and staying true to the boundary, which is that you need to be connected in one way or the other before we cross the street. A boundary really does make your child feel supported and not controlled. And most importantly, they don't create a win-lose, they create a win-win scenario where you work with your child. Now, when you are at the point where you wanna have your family values determined and you wanna start this conversation, what I invite you to do is to start with a family meeting. So if you've never had one, I'm gonna just share with you what we do in our house. My husband and I have a journal that we use that is just for family meetings. And 
what we do is ahead of time, we determine what we want to talk about before we even have the meeting and we write it down. So it's kind of like an agenda, but we're not so formal. But throughout the meeting as well, we take notes. And we take notes because we want to remember what's going on and we don't want to get lost in the weeds or go on a tangent or get distracted. So we do have some kind of order. It's kind of like that's our own scaffolding of support around this particular activity. So what we do is we cover off everything that we need to. We try not to make them too long, but the biggest, most important part is that everybody has a chance to speak and listen to everybody and we take notes. We don't judge anybody. We don't make fun of what anybody has to say. We just allow our kids and us to share our ideas and our thoughts and our opinions. It is a safe place to do that. And what we do to make it kind of extra fun and in the spirit of keeping it short, um, and hopefully we can keep it short, we do invite the kids to have a treat afterwards. And we let them pick it out. So they take turns. I've got two kids, so they each take turns picking out what treat we're gonna have, and they can pick almost anything that they want, and we'll all enjoy it together. So it kind of ends it on a, on a fun note. Sometimes they want the treat so much, they're just like, okay, get on with it, mom, dad, get on with it. But here's how we also um, do it, and, and I suggest you do this too, and that is to introduce each of your values one by one and discuss why you're bringing it up and, uh, and, and, and talk about why it's important to you. Because when you're introducing a new value, you want your kids to know exactly why you have this value. Allow them to have questions about it if they, if they have some questions about it and, and make sure that they, they really understand it. Now, one of the things that I suggest you also do is take one value at a time and, and give it a couple of weeks to focus fully on that value. You know, point it out every time you are displaying it. Point it out when somebody else is, is displaying it. Let's say it's kindness. Uh, point out when someone on TV or in a movie shows kindness. But just keep it really top of mind. And then when you meet, you can review how things went and introduce the next value. It's a good idea, again, to, to, to review those notes from the previous meeting to see if there were any concerns that were brought up that you've now proved or disproved throughout the, the couple of weeks. Um, and it just shows that you're paying attention to your kids and you value what they have to say. And you know, that feels really good because the core of who we are says that we wanna be heard. You know, we want to be valued and feel valuable, and that's how you do it, when you listen to your kids, when you listen to their thoughts and their ideas without judgment, without criticism. You are currently listening to the Parenting Our Future podcast. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon, and if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this. Please don't forget to subscribe, and I would be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating on iTunes. If you're a parent who's struggling, and you feel like you might need some support to be the confident leader of your family where you can calmly respond to any kind of behavior, disrespect, or your kids not listening to you? Well, I have a membership group that you might be interested in. All you have to do is go to kamomsclub.com for more information. That's kamomsclub.com for more information. Now, back to the show. So when you're introducing your value, 
you do also want to focus on the boundaries that are going to be attached with that. Now, boundaries are usually there because it's behavior that you want to change that you don't like. So take a minute before you go into this discussion to calm your own self down because maybe you're feeling a little triggered. Maybe you are agitated or a little stressed. I don't want you to have that energy when you're going into these discussions because we're establishing lasting boundaries here. So it's important that you can be fully present in the moment. The whole energy around establishing this boundary is to connect and cooperate with your child. We're not enforcing anything here. We are providing structure. So the reality is your child may not like the boundary, right? And maybe needs to release some feelings. Isn't that a nice way of saying they might freak out? <laughs> Just releasing feelings. It's like a pressure valve. That's all they're doing. So your job is to be the emotional coach and be there to support your child with empathy. This doesn't mean that you change your boundary in any way, but maybe you shift how you're going to honor that boundary, but we don't shift the actual boundary. And why don't we do that? Because it's important to you, right? This value is the reason why you're committed to the boundary. So you need to make sure that you are holding to that. And if your child needs to release some feelings, then they can absolutely do that. And you are just there to give them empathy. But here's one thing that I want you to check on is if they have a major reaction, check in with your intention on the boundary. Do you have it right? Is it fair? Is it age appropriate? It's okay for you to question your own boundaries as well. This is, you know, parenting with, not over. The other thing is maybe you need to explain to your child another time why you're holding this boundary. Maybe they don't understand. Maybe it wasn't clear the first time. If they're younger, what you can do is you can draw it out or you can have them explain it to you or you can even play through play, practice the boundary and do that with some dolls or some, some stuffed animals, something like that. That's absolutely a great way to, to get your child to understand what's really going on because our kids learn and interpret their world through play and through drawing and different things like that. So that is a really good way of using the way that they learn and interpret the world to help them understand this boundary. Now, if there is a big outburst, just remember, ask them for some suggestions on how you can, you can honor this boundary, but change it. That is a win-win for everybody. Sometimes they just need to let their emotions out and that's okay too, right? That's okay too. But go easy on them as you make these big changes because your kids may be fearing the loss of freedom. For example, if they feel that now we're going to be enforcing boundaries and life as we know it is gonna change. Now, I'm gonna leave you on this one note. Here is the best part about all of this. And that is, is that when other issues come up, if you don't have a boundary related to it, if you don't have a value or a boundary related to it, everything else is negotiable. Isn't that awesome? So that means if you don't have an authentic yes or an authentic no, you can, or if, if, if you don't have an, let me, t let me say it this way. If you don't have um, an authentic no around it, then you say yes. And the same goes if you 
don't have an authentic yes, then you say no. And this is where you get to hopefully say yes more than you say no. You know, um, one of the things that we don't have a huge value on is what our kids wear, right? Our, I, I buy all their clothes, so they kind of don't really have a choice with what they wear. But within what I get them, which is very nice stuff, they can choose what they want to wear. But my son, my youngest one, is adamant all year round that he wants to wear shorts. So we are Canadian, so um, it is not the uh, the igloos that you may be imagining that we live in, but it is cold here in the winter time. And if he wants to wear shorts, I don't necessarily have a boundary around that. And so I will allow him to, if he feels that he can handle the cold weather, I will say we don't get a lot of snow here. So it's not like that's really a risk to his health. I do care about that, but it is definitely not something that, um, that I have a huge issue with. So I can easily say yes to that. And he's smart enough that if it's really cold, uh, he'll wear pants. And sometimes if I'm feeling uneasy, I'll just pack a pair of pants in his backpack and just say, take them or leave them. They're here if you want them. Makes me feel better. And we're still letting him make the decision. So I kind of hope that helps you understand where we're coming from. And really what really what I want to do is, um, is really just invite you to really embrace this idea. And, and when you have your values and your boundaries put in place, make them something really pretty and nice and fun looking that you can put on your wall. You know, um, you can go to Etsy, you can go to Pinterest to get ideas on how you can put something together of your family values, because, um, we don't want it to look like a list of demands of some kind of, you know, um, do this or else. We want it to look friendly and approachable. And I want your kids to really embrace them and have it be something they do with their family as they're older. And lastly, I'll say that as your kids do grow and change, you may want to adjust your family values and the boundaries around them because what was good for them when they were younger no longer applies as they get older. So I will leave you there. I'll leave you with that. I hope that really helps you to understand what it's like to have boundaries and give everybody a sense that they know no matter what, without a shadow of a doubt, they know where they stand in your family. And that really takes the pressure off of everybody. So I hope that really helps you. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon, and if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe, and if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and connection.